Bienvenidos, I'm your host Lore, and this is Creepy Chisme. Warning, some stories and information on Creepy Chisme may be triggering and are not suitable for all, especially young children. Please listen with caution. Thank you. Hola mi gente, bienvenidos. Es viernes. Al fin llegamos al fin de semana. Happy Friday everybody and welcome to a short episode of Freaky Friday Chisme. And your girl's here to give you the chisme. <laughs> Maybe we should make a jingle, you know, because my part of the world, well, my part of Illinois <laughs> is known for jingles and it's so funny that it, I, this popped into my head because one of my students today was like uh what were we doing oh they're learning the pledge of allegiance blah not my choice but anyway <laughs> she was cutting her words and what was the word oh my gosh it's gonna drive me crazy she was putting one of the words oh liberty liberty the word was liberty and she was She's like, does it go here? I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, liberty, liberty, liberty. And then I was like, I started laughing because I know exactly what she was singing. It's like an insurance commercial. And she was like, I don't know why I keep singing commercials. And I'm like, in my head, I was like, only our kids here <laughs> around Chicago would be singing <laughs> little jingles. But yes. Uh, so yeah, maybe I should make a jingle for my podcast. <laughs> Anyway, let's get right into this story. It's a serial killer story. Ooh. <laughs> now, I wanted to do an episode on this person, but there's not a lot of info on her. Yes, her. I know one of my listeners out there asked me to start talking about some female serial killers, and I plan to do just that. Now, this one I've never heard of, ever, which is odd because it's very recent, actually, and this is in Mexico, Mexico City to be exact. And we are going to talk about La Mata Viejitas. And in English, that literally means old lady killer. So we're going to talk about Juana Barraza. Now she is classified as a serial killer. The number of victims she murdered was 11, but something a lot more than 11. Now, this was during 2002 to 2006, so literally my entire high school years. Oh, six? <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't, sorry. Now, the reason for her nickname, obviously, was because all of her victims were between the ages of 64 to, like, mid-80s. Old ladies, you know? Now, this all takes place, like I said, in Mexico City. So let's get to know a little about Juana Barraza because I did not find much. Um, but, you know, I don't know about you guys, but the minds and the upbringings of serial killers is what intrigues me most. So Juana was born in Hidalgo, which is just north of Mexico City. Now her mom was an alcoholic who reportedly would sell her daughter for beer. Mm-hmm. Now, one night, she actually sold her daughter, like she sold her off to a man for three cans of beer. This man kept her 
in his home and repeatedly raped her, which because of this, Juana became pregnant. Now, she did give birth to a baby boy and eventually ended up having four kids in total. Now, it doesn't say if she had these kids from this man or if this was just in general throughout her life, she ended up with four kids. Now, her oldest son died from injuries he sustained during a mugging. Now, in Mexico City, muggings are very common, pretty scary to be honest. Even in Moroleon, the city where we live near the people, they're like deathly afraid of getting mugged. I remember I was going into town one day and my grandma was like, oh, you can't wear that purse because I had like a crossbody purse. She was like, no, they're going to cut the string in the back with scissors and they're going to steal your bag. And, you know, they live there. I don't. So I was like, oh, like, I don't want to take my purse. So then I ended up, <laughs> I ended up like shoving my pesos like in my shoe. And of course, nothing happened and I didn't see anything happen. But I mean, people say there's thieves out there. But, you know, people in the rancho also love chisme. So <laughs> anyway, so she's, uh, she's had a rough upbringing. And that's really all I found about her past. Now, the older she got. Juana found solitude in sports, deportes. Yes, I said sports. And when I say sports in Mexico, you're either talking football, right? Or lucha libre. Yes, girl Juana was a wrestler, a professional wrestler. Her fight name was La Dama de Silencio. Translated, the Lady of Silence. Now, if you don't know Lucha Libre, it's a form of Mexican wrestling in which the wrestlers wear these cheesy costumes and masks. Now, I believe she wore like this Power Ranger looking suit with silver knee-high boots and a butterfly mask. Now, let's get right into the crimes because like I said, that's really all I found on her past. So, first, let me start by saying that Part of our cultura mexicana is that we love the shit out of our grandmothers. Our abuelas mean the world to us. Now, well, not just our abuelas. We respect our elderly. And so when little old women in 2002 start showing up dead, the whole police force, including like neighboring cities, like jump onto the force and are searching everywhere for who could possibly kill these pobre abuelas. Now, these women were usually home alone, and most of the time, they were strangled. The murders were too similar, and this led police to immediately put out a wanted description of a male serial killer. Yes, they used the term serial killer. Now, they said male mostly for the fact that they couldn't even imagine it to be anyone else but a male. Now, some eyewitnesses even described seeing a very built female who was wearing a very bad wig leave some of the places or enter some of the places where they found um, dead bodies. Now, police wouldn't even consider a female, like I said, and they even went as far to say that they may be looking for a transvestite. So, of course, they start picking up a bunch of transvestite sex workers, 
but police had fingerprints from the crime scenes and none of the suspects they brought in matched the evidence. So police then start saying maybe it's someone who is transgender. So they go with that idea. But in early 2006, a break was made in the case. So what Juana would do is pose as a nurse coming to check on the elderly women. It's not known how she chose her victims, but honestly, with the number that they think she murdered, I think she was just going for any old woman she could. Now in 2006, a man who rented an apartment went into his building, and when he got to the front door, he noticed a woman of built stature (laughs) coming out and when he got in the building he noticed that his elderly landlady was dead on the ground so immediately his adrenaline kicks in he sees that his landlady had been strangled and he put two and two together and he starts chasing the woman he saw leave the building so he's running after her and he starts shouting for help so He's in luck because it just so happens that two police on patrol hear his screams. So the police join the chase and bada bing, bada boom, they got Juana. Immediately, police know that this is their serial killer, the person they've been looking for since pretty much all of this began in 2002. Now, when I looked up Juana, she does have some very masculine features. She a thick bitch. I'm not kidding. I mean, she is a wrestler, so she has to be kind of physically built, you know? Now, the crazy thing was only a week or so before she was caught, Juana had been interviewed about wrestling. During the brief interview, though, she mentions that she's ruda de corazón. What that meant was ruda wrestling is more of like real, raw, unplanned performances. No routine, anything goes, and it's very violent. So, of course, police use her wrestling background to prove that she is a woman capable of murder. At this time, though, Juana also became a comedic celebrity. Mexican comedy shows wasted no time trying to pick fun on her. And I think that was more of just because it was a disbelief that a woman did this and people couldn't stop talking about it. She even had a song. (laughs) It's a pretty bad song. But she even had a song made about her. And a lot of books were written about her as well. Everyone wanted to study the lady who could kill these innocent old women. Now, Juana was linked to 11 murders with fingerprint data. But there were as many as, are you ready for this? 40 plus murders she may have committed. But she cannot be linked to the other cases because there there was just no evidence. Now, she did admit to one murder, and that was her last victim. When asked why she did it, her response was that her motive was resentment towards her mother and how she was treated by her growing up. On March 31st, 2006, Juana Barraza was found guilty on 16 charges of murder, an aggravated burglary, and 11 separate counts of murder. She was sentenced to 759 years in prison. Yeah, I said 759 years in prison. Ay, that's a long time. <laughs> I mean, she's not even going to live, but it's still a lot, you know? Imagine getting that sentence. Woo! Anyway, 
Now, in Mexico, the max amount of time one can serve, now this may have changed, this may have changed, but I think the max amount of time one can serve in Mexico is 60 years. But Juana most likely will serve all of it. And that is the story of La Mata Viejitas. I love learning about serial killers that we don't really hear about in the media too often, especially ones from foreign countries. So if you have any just like this story, send them to me. I'm always excited to research serial killers. I've never heard that story. I don't know about you guys, but you know, that's crazy. <laughs> but again, another story of a serial killer that shows your upbringing definitely plays part in how you are as an adult. I want to keep it nice and short this Friday so I can go and get some rest. Enjoy my Friday. I hope you enjoy yours. Remember, you can find me on social media. Email me your stories or recommendations or anything you want to say. I've gotten some really nice fan mail. So touching. Love it, love it, love it. Sometimes it's a little easier just to message me on Instagram. I promise I will get back to you as soon as I can. Yes, my mornings are usually a bit crazy, but in the evenings, I definitely will have time to respond to your, your messages and Instagram. Don't forget to find me on TikTok, Facebook groups, Twitter, Instagram, you know, the huge. Make sure to tune in next week, Wednesday, for a new episode of Creepy Chisme. You don't want to miss it. Gracias por escuchar y nos vemos pronto. Creepy Chisme is created for entertainment purposes only. Thank you for listening and don't forget, stay creepy.